Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from Mesa Rink in Schenectady, New York, for the third time in four days. We're going to talk a little bit of Union College women's hockey. Uh, but first of all, Happy New Year as we get set for our first podcast of 2023. Hope everybody enjoyed their New Year's Day. I did not, unfortunately, because my Philadelphia Eagles got beaten by the New Orleans Saints and did not look good in doing it. But that's another story for another time. We'll worry about uh, we're going to worry about college hockey here and a record-setting day for the Union College women's hockey team in its 6-1 victory over St. Michael's. Um, it was the 10th victory of the year for Union, the most in Division One program history, eclipsing the old mark of nine set in 2013-14. Union will have plenty of time to try and uh, get the program record of past 11, uh, which is, was set in 2002-2003, the Dutch women's final season of Division Three hockey. Uh, they have a couple months left in the season to get that, so I, I, I'm fully confident that that will happen. Um, Celeste Bowden, uh, forward, uh, had five assists in the game. That's a team record. Uh, her five points tied a team record, uh, joining Erin Vihek, who had a goal and four assists against Sacred Heart on October 24th, 2004, and Susie Pocock, who had four goals and an assist against Sacred Heart on November 3rd, 2006. Uh, the 10 wins is also significant because that sophomore goalie, Sophie Matsukas, uh, breaking a team record for most victories in a season by a union netminder. Uh, she surpassed Dana Smullian, who had uh, 10 wins during the final Division Three year in 2002-2003, and Shane Lundberg, who had 9 wins in that 2013-14 season. Josh Skiba uh, tied a record he, he, with his 35th career victory. He ties Claudia Asano Barcombe for most career wins by a Union College women's hockey coach. Uh, the Dutch women scored four power play goals on four attempts, the four power play goals, the most in uh, program history. Uh, they fired 63 shots on goal, or 68 shots on the goal, excuse me. Uh, I'm sorry, 63, that is correct. 68 uh, was the most recent one against Sacred Heart on uh, October 15th, 2010. Uh, they had a 75-shot effort against Sacred Heart Alls as well. But uh, these 63 against St. Michael's on Monday, uh, and it was incredible. 45-7 to seven over the final two periods of the game. But uh, for a time, the first 10 minutes of the game, St. Michael's uh, had a little bit better of the play. Union looked a little choppy the first game in a couple of weeks. And uh, it was Michaela Langbacker. Langbacker, excuse me, who scored at 9.55 of the first period to give St. Michael's uh, the early lead. And maybe you start thinking that, ooh, Union's going to have a little problem here. They I mean, they're a little rusty, and can they get it going? Well, the Dutch women certainly got it going uh, just uh, at 11.05 when they got the, their first power play. Uh, Stephanie Bork shot hit the crossbar, but Amanda Kwan was right there to tap home the rebound. And that started a theme for the rest of this game with the power plays. Uh, Maddie Suter uh, with the eventual game-winning goal with 2.53 left. Also on the power play with um, Bowden and uh, Stephanie Bork getting the assist. And they mentioned Stephanie Bork. She hit three posts in the game, but one shot she did get through on the power play at 7.15 of the second period. Uh, that made it 3-1. to one. Uh, Bork had a goal and three assists in this game. Union's first even-strength goal came at uh, 11.22 of the second. Uh, Meredith Killian 
uh, got that one. So Union takes a 4-1 lead into the third period. And Riley Walsh, uh, the freshman uh, forward sensation who had two assists uh, in the game, scored a power play goal. That was Union's fourth one of the game. That came at 8-12 of the uh, third period. And then Maya Jones closed out the scoring with 5.46 remaining in the game um, with uh, an even strength goal. So that that was the uh, all the goals you got in uh, Union's 6-1 victory uh, against St. Michael's. Well, let's hear from the uh, participants in this game. Uh, Union head coach Josh Skiba. Uh, and players Celeste Bowden, Stephanie Bork, and Riley Walsh. Josh, we'll start with you. Uh, the winning record for the D1 level, what does that mean right now? Well, I think we, we just explained to our players, I think it's it's certainly an honor. I think it's something that it's important our program celebrates right now. I think it's important to celebrate these milestones along the way, right? I think we have, we have larger goals, and I think we want to raise banners and, you know, go to the playoffs and, and do things there, but I think it's important to celebrate these things along the way. I think there's there's been a lot of people that have played in this program. There's been a lot of people that have coached this program, and to get to this point I think is something special. So I think for our players, for our coaching staff, I think we're honored to, to be part of that for sure. I mean, also a record-setting number of power play goals in the game. Uh, Celeste with five assists as a team record. What does it say you know, be able to do that? You know, all these setting all these records in a game like this. Well, again, I think all, all the milestones, the the wins, the results are coming from our players' hard work, right? And I think to me, it just screams that that our team is getting better and better. Our players are doing the right thing, and they're bought into what we're trying to accomplish every single day. So, um, I think it's going in the right direction for sure. I'm really proud of this group. Again, just just really honored to, to be able to coach them and, and to be part of this milestone. I get the players' reaction to start with Celeste. Um, your thoughts about the 10th win for this program? Um, pretty similar to what Josh said. I think everyone's bought into the program and everyone comes to practice ready to go every day, and we all know what we want to achieve, and I think everyone's been putting in the work to achieve that milestone, and it's it's awesome. It's really exciting. Riley? I mean, so I couldn't have said it better than Celeste, <laughs> honestly. Um, but I'd say just being a part of, like, a, a great culture and, you know, always lifting people up and, like, pushing each other to be more competitive in practice and, like, really wanting the best for our teammates when we're sitting next to them on the bench. Stephanie? Yeah, I agree with them. Like, we come to the rink every day with, like, a purpose, and we know we, we need to get the job done, and we do a great job of getting it done, and we want to cheer on each other's success. It's not just individuals. Like, we love being around each other, so I think that's a, also a big part of it. So. Josh, I mean, it was a little choppy first part of the first period there, and then St. Michael's gets that goal. I mean, was that a wake-up call for this team? Um, I think we need to get our legs under us. I think I give them credit, right? They came out and pressed hard right away. And, uh, you know, we talked about we wanted to make things happen too. And I thought um, our group responded after that for sure. I thought we needed to, to play a little bit faster. I thought we could have been more intense in that first period. But um, I think that, that goal that we scored right after that was huge for our confidence. And I thought we just took care of business from there. I mean, Celeste, for you, setting a record for most assists in a game and tying the record for most points in a game, what do you, what do you make of that? Um, it's definitely exciting, but honestly, I couldn't do it without my teammates. Like, the first thing I want to do when something like that happens is just thank my teammates because they're the ones that are finishing on pucks, they're the ones that are helping me get through it, and without them, I definitely couldn't achieve anything. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie, for you, you had a goal and three assists. You could have had, look, you hit some posts, like two or, or, two or three <laughs> posts. <laughs> I mean, talk about that, being able to get so many chances like that. Honestly, I, I would say like our power play did a great job. Like Riley screening the goalie, thank God for that, because I don't think my puck was going in if Riley wasn't in front. And and Celeste like feeding feeding me pucks up top and just everything like 
honestly, the power play was great today, so I think that did a big part of my chances. Well, that was important to get the power play, you know, four for four in the power play. I mean, you can't do any better than that. Right? Yeah, no, it's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, why, why was it so successful today, you think? I would just say we've been working hard in practice and, like, really trying to get it down. And I would say we've just kind of gotten used to playing each other's styles and, like, knowing where we're going to be. Um, so it's just, like, having those release points and just, like, doing our jobs and executing. Ms. Les, I asked uh, Coach this question, but what about that first 10 minutes of the first period? I mean, was, was that goal, wake up, that they scored a wake-up goal for you guys? I mean, I, mean, I don't know, it's been a couple weeks since you played and maybe it took a little bit to get the legs going, but... When they score, what was the reaction like? Um, I think it's kind of the same as any other game where it's Division One hockey. Anyone's going to score on any given night if you give them the opportunity, and we all know that we have to come dressed and ready every single game. So I wouldn't say it was a wake-up call, but more so a reminder, like, we're playing in the best league, one of the best leagues um, at the highest level, so we just can't, you know, take a second off. You guys return to um, league play um, this weekend. How much does this victory help you get prepared to, to play back, to get back in the conference play? Well, I think we, we had some, some players maybe that hadn't seen a ton of ice time in the first half get some opportunities tonight, so it was good evaluation for them. Um, I think our power play was better because Borky was shooting the puck a lot more today, so I think they'll just say that. But um, I thought, you know, for us, I think our offensive zone was, was really good. We want to continue to build on that, so there's definitely some things that we want to build on for next weekend. Um, you know, I think defensively, in, in the limited D zone time that we had today, I thought we could be much better. So that's something that we want to put practice into. I mean, you're not going to get 63 shots every game, but <laughs> be able to uh, generate those shots. I mean, there were a couple of times I think you know some some players gave up some shots that, that they should have taken. But uh, how important is it to keep generating opportunities? Huge. I mean, you got you got to start somewhere, right? We we have a lot of people generating scoring opportunities. Um, again, our offensive zone was great. When you have people feeling like they're getting opportunities, eventually the results are going to come, right? So I think that's our focus. We want to continue to build on that from a team perspective and individually for certain people too. So um, certainly it's helpful. Anything that can help build individuals' confidence, I think, is good for our group. My three stars of the game, the number three star is Riley Walsh with a goal and two assists. Stephanie Bork, number two, with a goal and three assists. And uh, Celeste Bowden, the number one star, with five assists. And I have to give an honorable mention to uh, Sacred Heart, uh, so sorry, St. Michael's goaltender, Carissa Mudrak. She made 57 saves and really kept this uh, game a lot closer than it probably should have been. And Union could have at least have had. 10 goals if it was not for uh, Mudrak's play for St. Michael's. So that'll uh, wrap things up for our podcast, the first one of 20, uh, 20, uh, 2023. Union women will be back in action. They return to conference play uh, on the road. Uh, they go to Cornell on Friday and uh, Colgate on Saturday. And, of course, the men are back in action this weekend here at Messer Inc. They'll host Cornell on Friday and Colgate Saturday afternoon. But if you have any questions or uh, comments about the podcast, you can email them to me at shots, that's S-C-H-O-T-T, at dailygazette.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at Slapshots. The views expressed on the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From Messer Rink in Schenectady, New York, good afternoon. Good hockey.